Hey, this is the franchise Shane Douglas in the world-famous ECW arena, the building I made famous. And you're watching That Way Cool Wrestling Show. <laughs> you want to find it out? This is the place to find it out. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to That Way Cool Wrestling Show. My name is Danny J. Along with Charles Gemini Gregory, the Grand Onslaught Jackson, and Mad Mark Lindsay. We welcome you to another edition of the great show known as That Way Cool Wrestling Show. You can join us on Facebook at That Way Cool Wrestling Show or on the website at thatwaycoolwrestlingshow.com. we got a really cool show that we're going to check out for today. If you've ever watched wrestling in general and then over the years thought it would have been great if this happened or it would have been great if that happened, this is what we're going to talk about today, fantasy promotion. We're going to go through and say... As a promoter, I would have done this, I would have done that, I would have done this differently. And just see where it leads us and, and just kind of check out kind of the things that may not have happened, but maybe should have happened, in our minds at least. Uh, Mark, let me start off with you. Sure. Um, give us uh, some kind of insight as to something that you would have done. Give us like an error. It doesn't have to necessarily be a time frame. It could be anybody from anywhere. But put something together that you would say that I really would have loved to have seen this. Okay. Uh, me personally, um, I got hooked by McMahon's WrestleMania 1, seeing Mr. T wrestle Orndorff and Piper uh, with Hulk Hogan. And um, at the end of the match, Orndorff gets left behind and becomes a babyface. So I grew up as a sympathetic fan. He was the first wrestler I ever liked was Paul Orndorff. So much so that the following year when he turned on Hogan, it was the first time that I begged and my dad finally succumbed to taking me to a wrestling card was at the Spectrum. It was Hogan and Orndorff for the title. Uh, so that was a money feud. It really made them, or made Paul Orndorff, a really a household name. Yeah. So my favorite era of WWF was that time. I'd say 86 to 90. Um, and then the NWA, right around that time, I started watching the Crockett promotions, the Worldwide Wrestling. So if I had a fantasy book... Orndorff came out of that feud with Hogan in early 87, was kind of held off to the side just in case Andre couldn't go. I, I know that, that, that that's a story that makes the rounds a lot on the internet, and I am a smart mark, uh, that if Andre wasn't physically able to go at WrestleMania 3, they were going to insert Orndorff in that main event as like a blow-off of the feud. Right. Uh, but when Andre gave the okay that he was going to put over Hogan and he was okay to wrestle, uh, Orndorff kind of stayed in the background and, and, and took several months off. What I would have done is I would have immediately hopped to Jim Crockett Promotions, NWA, and inserted Paul Orndorff into Ronnie Garvin. You know, you had mentioned Ronnie Garvin uh, several episodes ago. Uh, Charles says that he's on your uh, wish list, your Christmas card list this year. Um, I would have, you know, Ron Garvin was basically a transitional champion. Uh, he won the title so Flair could get his fifth uh, and, and get closer to that hardly race record of the NWA title. I would have taken a red-hot fresh off of a Hulk Hogan feud Paul Orndorff, had him beat Flair, and then had Flair beat Orndorff. Make him uh, ma and make him the transitional champion. A little bit more believable. Uh, he was a household name. Right. And not saying that Ronnie Garvin didn't deserve it, but I think Orndorff would have been, you know, in that fantasy scenario, would have made a great transitional champion. Right. Uh, carrying that big gold belt around. Sure, and then, of course, he loses the Flair, and maybe you start having the... Well, I won the big match, and I never got my rematch, and, and he had him turn back to a, a heel. Orndorff was always better as a heel. 
And I would have put him in a group like Al Perez, Larry Zabisco with Gary Hart. You know, yes. have him run an 88-89 NWA and just, he's my favorite wrestler. So, of course, I'm going to say give him the championship. But I think he would have made a great transitional champion. I'm not sure he would have made a great champion long term. But right. that's my fantasy booking would have been Paul Orndorff as transitional NWA champion. And before we go to anybody else, I'm going to fast forward a few more years. When Nitro first came out in 95, Orndorff was, was, was one of the older veterans. Uh, not really a main event at the time. His time had come and gone. Uh, but he helped put over the Four Horsemen version of Brian Pillman, Chris Benoit, uh, Flair, and Anderson, where they pile-drove Orndorff, um, a bit of, a, I guess, um, life-imitating irony, irony yeah. thank you, yeah. where they pile-drove Orndorff uh, on this um, metal floor, the, 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 the concrete floor, breaking his neck. And then Orndorff never wrestled for several years after that. Yeah. So I would have put Orndorff in the Horseman. I mean, you had Anderson, you had Flair. I'm not saying that Pillman or uh, Benoit didn't deserve the opportunity. They were the younger talent trying to get over. But I would have probably put an established Orndorff in there. And then maybe later on down the road have a Benoit or Pillman turn and, and kick Orndorff out. You know, maybe have Orndorff right. in that little brief run as a Horseman. I think he would have fit perfectly. Uh, but that's just, again, that's me with my favorite wrestler of all time and what I would have done differently if I could have. Why don't you so. say something good there? Because, like, once again, I think the horsemen were not an avenue, and even though they did it this way anyway, they were not an avenue to put over new talent. They really should have always just been the established mm -hmm. VIP section, whether it sounds bad or not to the young talent. I mean, unfortunately, that is what that is. There are other factions that can be started for younger talent, but the horsemen are the horsemen, and there's only so many. We talked about this in previous episodes. There are so, only so many people that can go into that faction, mm -hmm. and an established guy is something like that. We mentioned Kurt Henning. When he was in there, it was written really horribly to get him out of it so quick. Yeah. But he was a fantastic horseman material. Mm -hmm. Orndorff, I agree with you. Orndorff would have made a great horseman. He came off. He was... Himself, he was Paul Orndorff. With arrogant. He was <laughs> arrogant. arrogant. He wasn't some young guy trying to, and he wasn't somebody branded. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So no, that's 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 a great booking, something like that, and it's something that unfortunately we didn't get to see. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we're going to see a lot of that today. We're going to it's going to be stuff uh, much like that that we we never saw, but we would have liked to have. And this is all conjecture, and it's all opinion, you know, based on you know what our likes are and what our our uh, beliefs are based on what we watched. Um, so, I mean, you know, if you guys out there have anything you're thinking of along these lines, drop it on the Facebook page. Give us a comment. Say, hey, I saw the show and I would have liked to have seen this. I would like to have seen that. Or go on the website and check it out as well. We have a, a contact us form. You can do that. We always want to hear from our fans out there. And um, I'm going to go to Charles this time. And uh, what do you got? What do you I got? Think what I don't think you're going to anymore. I'm going to go with. The whole Sting Triple H thing for WrestleMania. Okay, okay. I would have rather seen Shawn Michaels versus Sting. Interesting, okay. The reason being, Shawn Michaels and Sting at the time were both here. Sting's a little older than him. Shawn and Michaels are older than you think he is, but, you know, he's a little I would have rather went with that. I understand that. Triple H is the cornerstone of the company. He's supposed to be, but no matter what you say, right. Triple H is Triple H. All you gotta do is like 
hear Shawn Michaels' music and everyone goes crazy. You know, yeah. they go. He's still a man. You know, he's still in pretty good shape, and I think that would have been a a better thing. Um, and I would have never had him wrestle like the Seth Rollins thing they did, which I never agree with. The guy's like twenty eight, and he's fifty six. Fifty four. Yeah. But if you wanted to go that whole WrestleMania thing, if I was the Booker, whatever, it'd have been Shawn Michaels versus Sting, because too much Triple H even now is just too much. You know, when you're at that certain age, it's time to fade out. You know, step back. He's long. You don't have to when you're, you know, you're following all the owns everything. But there is a point where you have to know just to step back. It's, you're done. You know, fill in. Don't try to be, you got all these other guys. But I think that would have been an even greater match. I mean, that was a great match when the, the NWO came out and Evolution started that whole thing. I, I, I ain't gonna lie, I marked out a little bit. I was like, damn! I got this or great. I'd have been, I'd like to do this thing. And like when, the NWO, when the NWO walked down there, they all needed larks that had the NWO symbol on it so they could get down to the ring quick enough. You know, if I had to rely on three guys galloping down to the thing because they can't really walk right, that was the saddest thing I ever saw in my life. Bro. And because well, DX actually looked a little bit better, okay. And here you go, the night before in in the Hall of Fame, you got Sean Waltman, who was hanging out with the NWO because they were mm -hmm. inducted, but now he's with DX the day after at WrestleMania, and and him and Kevin Nash are going at it. You know, there's a degree of saying, all right, it's entertaining and stuff like that. But now you completely insulted my intelligence to say, why would this happen right now? You know, I mean, Come on, you know, at, at the Hall of Fame show, if you really believe, <laughs> smart Mark, <laughs> that these guys don't hang and drink together, smart Of course. Cool. I don't even care if you're a What are you talking fan. to me for? I, I'm agreeing with you. I, I'm just telling you, because I've seen you get excitable when we talk about wrestlers, but we ain't going to go there. Because you've been messing with me for a couple of days now. But... That these guys don't know each other, you're on the road together. Of course, you know? yeah. But like you just said, I, I do remember that. But I hate his guts anyway. But that I still think that was one of the greatest things, just to have that happen. You know, you never thought you would ever see it, and it was it was actually well, totally surprising that, me. You got a good point with Shawn Michaels because I mean Shawn Michaels and Sting personally had a relationship. Yes. Outside, they're very strong, devout Christians. Um, uh, and they work together on, in a religious capacity uh, together. Um, so they know each other, that type of thing. Um, I would have liked to have seen Sting come out not trying to pose as the great Buddha. But I didn't understand that entrance part either. He had, either. He had all those, those drums and, and stuff like that. And I thought Tom Poe from Kickboxer was coming out. I didn't know. Well, the, only, the only well, the issue thing I, I would say about the whole but I won't cut you off. I think that's one. I think he was in better shape at that time mm -hmm. than Triple H was. Because when he did that drop kick at his age, he was right in his chin. Yep. And sometimes you know that's it. Out. You know sometimes you know your, your time is coming. You got to go with it and give it all you got. He actually outworked Triple H that day. You know, I'm just putting that out there. But And I agree with everything you said. Yeah. I think Shawn Michaels would have been great in that spot as well. <laughs> what I would say, the only issue I had with what actually went down was that the NWO helps dig. And yeah, <laughs> it was, that was awkward to me. That's because um, they had who they had. Yeah, they had. Remember, they were doing the WCW versus. Of course they were. But 
if anybody who actually watched WCW, which a lot of people did, obviously, Sting they know that Sting was against the NWO. But all of those groups together, every one of those guys were on the click. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, Sting kind of excluded, but in WCW, Sting was really... So what you could have done Kenny differently was had the NWO and DX all come out, surround Sting, and then bring in DDP, bring in Booker T, there you go. Bring in the Stoner Brothers, and then you kind of have, you know... Work, work with what you have. Bring you know, in I'm sorry, I'm stealing your fantasy. No, we could bring in the Stoner Brothers, remember? Well, that's where, yeah, Scott's... Uh, Scott Stoner would be up on Google for real. And I understand, Scott. I understand. But go ahead. But no, I think that's a, that's a, that's a, it was a great one. But Grant, how about you? I got nothing. Okay. Really? Let me tell you something. He's happy to weigh everything well. To be honest with you. I enjoyed my life as a child coming up watching what I watched. A lot of things I didn't agree with, but it's cool okay. because it helped shape me as a fan. Right. You have to deal with disappointment sometimes. Just like the guy in the white hat doesn't always win. Right. Boo, freaking who. You got your villains, you got your heroes. Everybody's hero is a villain to somebody else. Right. Enjoy it for what it is. So, you want me to comment on this? Very simple. Sit down, get your drink, get some popcorn, maybe a sandwich, a piece of pie, and watch the show. So you put enjoy it for what it is. Because, to be honest with you, some of the stuff you're watching, you may not like but it's going to be an incredible memory for somebody else. So you say, just get your boogie boogie on. Pretty much. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now, for me, <laughs> slightly different. All right. Hey, Here I we swear. go. <laughs> right. Mr. Mr. Cameraman, you might have to cut it off, because if he says anything about Jimmy Garvin, I'm punching him in his face. Funny you should say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me move my stuff off the table. We're going to need a replacement. Back in the day, uh, y'all call me the something. Late '85, '86. We got a young man, a talent, pretty much that era sting, which was known as Magnum TA. He wanted to say strapping. He did. Uh, a strapping young buff, very Tom Stock looking. Uh, he was the United States Heavyweight Champion, and then he started a mini program. With one gorgeous Jimmy Garvin, with precious. Uh, at that time, Jimmy Garvin, up until the point of the Freebirds going heavily into WCW, really wasn't holding any championships mm -hmm. in NWA, in, in Jim Crockett Promotions. Um, although I thought he was a likable enough villain or heel to really see to have one of those Meyer not necessarily maybe the TV title but the US title and, and back then the US title was a little bit more prestigious mm -hmm. than the world TV title but to have him go against someone like Magnum TA and maybe like like almost like a transitional champion have him win the U United States title give him something to brag about more one other reason to hate him mm -hmm. okay Precious is spraying the hairspray. He's the United States heavyweight champion. David Crockett's over there yapping him and getting all this gap in his face. Let me tell you, Tony Schiavone, you know how Jimmy Garvin used to do. 
and had the U.S. title, and then eventually dropped it back to Magnum TA. Uh, but that would have been one of my big things. Um, I think uh, another one, and I talked about this slightly in another episode, was Ricky Morton. Ricky Morton, at one point when uh, Robert Gibson wasn't around because of contractual agreements and stuff like that, they started to try and keep him in tag team wrestling. They put him with Nikita Koloff. Made no sense at all. Eventually, they put him with Tommy, uh, with, uh, Tommy Rich, which gelled pretty well. And eventually, they did the York Foundation, etc. But the, um, to make him be a, a singles wrestler and then maybe win the world television title, I think he would have made a great world television champion. He was still hot back then. Um, he was still, it wasn't a teeny bopper uh, error at that particular point, but you know he was in the latter part of his fame, I would think, at that point. You're talking, you're talking mid to late 1990, if I recall. Oh, Arn yeah. Anderson was TV yeah. champion. Yeah. Anderson and Morton would have had a great feud. No, fantastic. Yeah. I think, didn't they run with the uh, Morton player in that area for, for I was like 86, 87. Yeah, right. I think that yeah. was incredible, too. That was, I mean, granted, he's not going to drop the title to Ricky Morton. Yeah, but he... But Ricky, but good. it looked really, yeah, good. really good. It looked really good. So it proved that Ricky Morton could do something other than tag team wrestling. Yes. And if they were insistent on breaking up the Rock and Roll Express, who are another arguably one of the, the most famous tag teams from that era. You know, everybody loved, if you're in JCP, you loved Rock and Roll Express and the Night Express, those feuds. But Ricky Morton, like like what Graham said, hell of a worker. And a charismatic person, a person who could talk on the mic, you know, had that southern style, but he was like, woo! He was like, you know, he was there, he was a party. Wait, he, he had flair. <laughs> yeah, he had flair. He had flair, for lack of a better term. Um, that would have been great. He had pizzazz. But now, to do more on the fantasy side of the, of the promoting part, like a booking type of scenario, two things. I would have liked to have taken the Killer Bees, from the World Wrestling Federation, which unfortunately they, I don't think they used them the way they should have. They used them as a feud more than more than once, but never gave them the just desserts. I think together they were great tag team. They looked great together. To bring them into JCP, have them feud with the Midnight Express for the United States tag titles, and then have them pull the, the mask switcheroo on Jimmy Cornette and Jimmy Cornette <laughs> bitching up and down to Jim Crockett Sr. and all these other and, and or to um, it was it was a uh, Jim Crockett Jr. rather mm -hmm. to um, you know I want an injunction on this and blah 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 and this and other thing and because they used to do that a lot they used to make people get suspended and they put a mask on and God forbid you couldn't tell that Dusty Rhodes wasn't the Midnight Rider right, or, of course or yes. you know or somebody wasn't the Yellow Dog you know or whatever Brian Pillman and Barry Window Barry Window was the Yellow Dog right. So, like, stuff like that would have been really cool. But the one I really, really thought would have been really, really neat, and think about the grittiness. If you remember back when you watched JCP, in comparison to the World Wrestling Federation, it was very, very bright versus very, very dingy, mm -hmm. okay? It was very dark. Mm -hmm. Dark matte. Everything was real good. And they did that to kind of hide the crowds a little bit, obviously. Jim Crockett Promotions wasn't, didn't have thousands and thousands of things, so that the arena was a lot darker. So... Bring in a Hart Foundation, Bret Hart and Jim Neidhart. Remember when they first came in and they were just in all in black and they had like just blue down or whatever? Mm -hmm. They didn't get in the whole pink thing. Bring them in. No Jimmy Hart. No Jimmy Hart. Bring them in. Maybe, maybe you can have somebody else to manage them or whatever.
but bring him in as Paul Jones. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, Paul Jones was a big guy back then, mm-hmm. you know, manager. Bring him in, bring him in as a heel tag team, win the world tag titles from maybe the Rock and Roll Express or whatever, and have them go back and forth. They could have easily done what the dynamic duo, Rude and Fernandez, did in that time era. Because remember, that was cut short because Rude got called to World Wrestling Federation. Uh, and they were great together. Mm-hmm. But to have the Hart Foundation in JCP in that same role, that same time, it was around the 25th anniversary of the tag titles, I think, or something like that, because remember they had those silver belts, mm-hmm. silver anniversary yeah, belts. Yeah. You know, that would have been great to have the Hart Foundation as that dynamic duos thing and do whatever. Because I guess you couldn't predict Rude leaving at that point, but it, it would have been a great thing. But they held the titles for a while. Rock and roll didn't get it back for a long time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I mean, I think we're talking about we're talking about our fantasies and and this and that. We talk a lot about the men, you know, tag teams. I want to cut back real quick though to the women. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see China in her prime versus Beth Phoenix. Yeah, two powerhouses. Mm-hmm. You know, Beth Phoenix is that, one of the ones that really was like, you're she, like, she was legit. She was legit. Yeah. China was legit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they pumped her up with all that stuff, and you know, whatever they talk about her, they won't be with this. No, she was attitude error. China was China. She was wrestling men. She was kicking their asses. I don't care who she slept with or what she's doing. She was a fantastic worker. They loved her. Think about when she first started. She really sucked. She was just big. She progressed and worked at. She worked. You know, it's. That's one thing we always talk about wrestling, which really sucks. The personal aspect, you know, who's with who, and that, you know, gets you pushes or yeah. if you're dating self. It just shouldn't be like that. I wish, you know, as a fantasy, I wish we could change that. Right. You know, that would be nice, you know, let the legitimate guys out there, just because you're, you know, so, Ben so. and John Cena or wherever that you're, you know, no, it shouldn't be like that. It just shouldn't. I'll even do one more for you. Beth Phoenix versus China with special guest referee Nicole Bass. <laughs> Dude, Nicole Bass scared the shit out of me. Now you're talking about it. You can talk about anybody you want to. I ain't messing with her. She scares me. <laughs> yes. And I think it's actually real nicely. He scares me too. He's got locked up. <laughs> Stop. She's got evil. locked up for her star. Yeah, but she's scared. She's lovely. Uh, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of them. I'm sorry, she scares me. She, she, she was something, but, but yeah, you have something there. And once again, you go back with the women, you know, there was a lot of women. And unfortunately, back then, the World Wrestling Federation really showcased the women where the NWA did not. Yeah, they, they had Medusa, they had Medusa versus Trish well, Yeah. That would have been, oh, that would have been fantastic if they were, you know, producers old like us. And if I'm going to go old school, old school, take Misty Blue. Remember Misty Blue? Misty Blue, oh, wow. right? Misty Blue and go against Rock and Robin. Okay. Wow. If you go back, now those were two that were matched up pretty well. Wow. Misty Blue and Robin. Rock and Robin, right? Now, and Smart Rock Mark is the referee, huh? And Smart Mark is the referee. <laughs> Now, Rock and Robin was—if uh, I'm not mistaken—Rock and Robin was the uh, was related to Jake Roberts, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Right. Because I think Rock and Robin yeah. and Sam Houston right. are related That's to Jake right. Roberts, <laughs> so you already got a, a lineage lineage of, of wrestling right there. 
because Jake Roberts was doing great and world class at the yes. time, and then eventually the Fed, and then Misty Blue, you saw every I don't know, six months in in on Saturday night at six oh five, but they unfortunately didn't showcase her well, but she was just one of the ones who was just like, hey, I'm here, and at the time she was like the hot girl, you know, and. When you look back, if you look at pictures of it, not that she wasn't attractive, but like, it was 1986, people. Uh, just letting you know that, <laughs> you know, yeah. the feathered hair was yeah. wild. Time wild. Out. I was in my prime. Shut your mouth. <laughs> All right. I'll get about to get out of high school. You know, don't go there by 86. 86, if I was going to say, if, if wrestling was a fine wine. 86, 86 would have been the year for professional wrestling. Yeah. I wasn't even uh, in double digits yet. So. <laughs> Let me get some final thoughts on, on you, Charles. I think uh, all of us here, there's a lot of things we would love to see. I wish we could have had a time machine and put this stuff together. Um, Thank it's, you, it's, YouTube. Yeah, it's pretty much, I mean, like he said earlier, it's wrestling, that give and take thing. Um, you can't give us everything at one time. You know, it has to keep going progression, you know, this and that. But yeah, there's a couple matches I think we talked about here. I think would have been great. That's all I mean. There's nothing else you can say. Mark? Uh, I'll throw one more quick one out there. Um, at the end of their run in WBF, uh, Tully and Arnold. Final thoughts on Duke. Final thoughts. Old, this is my final thoughts. Tully and Arnold went back to the NWA. You're talking to your sleep, Tully, don't you? Yes, I oh, do. Right. My wife tells me all the time. <laughs> Tully failed the drug test. Yes. And he was supposed to come back here, supposed to reform the horsemen. Um, if I was Jim Hurd, I would have just ignored the drug test result. A drug test. <laughs> a drug test in wrestling. Yes, okay. I understand. Yeah. Um, I would have just brought back Tully. What president are we saying? Imagine the Horsemen in '89, '90. Again, as Tully, Arn, Rick, and Barry would have been yes. phenomenal. And no, no disrespect to Sid, but he, you know, he was just the first of Paul Roma and Mongo McMichael. We're still it's talking not. about a drug test in wrestling. I'm sorry. Okay, that's, well, that's the real fantasy, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> and the reason they saw that drug test was he couldn't come back. Yeah. yeah. Forget about the time that he was there. Right. Yeah, yeah they didn't care. We didn't do that, that one time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? No offense to 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 Tully Blanchard because he's one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's doing well now. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he is. He's, he's doing on a very well. circuit. You know. Got his stuff together. Anybody and everybody they have offended, I apologize for them. Offended? I apologize for him especially. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Hey, I'm sitting but, on my chair. Yeah. Wow. Oh. I wasn't even going to go there. I mean, I was all going to on a high chair. No, his feet dangling. I think your, your toes just touched the ground over there. My feet I'm getting a great workout. Here. I'm just saying. My feet are flat on the floor. I don't have to sit in the high chair. I think I got the shoes off. Well, go ahead. <laughs> But in all seriousness, you know, coming through through the 70s, late 70s, 80s, and with all the many talented guys that came through, 
you could sit here for at least six hours coming together yeah. with different. Like six months. No, I, I say six hours because eventually you'll just fry your own brain trying to come up with all the wonderful matches that you can come up with. You know what? One of the things I would like to have seen because he really didn't get a lot of play was Outback Jack. As much as nobody really liked Outback Jack and the tie my kangaroo down thing, if you had to hooked him in with the sheep herders and did like a couple different feuds with like let's right. say some of the European teams, you would have had a really good Why don't you just say I'm glad you brought that around because you're talking Outback Jack hold versus Nation. Why don't you go Colonel the Beers versus Nation? It's Bring it back. That would have been a good one to watch. Yeah, there you go. That would have been a guy. Excuse me. No, no, hold on a minute. Was Stan Hansen as his part? This guy started a a war in Australia and New Zealand. Over there. Guys, this is what I deal with. (laughs) And you love every second of it. I love every second of it. It's wrestling and we love it. ThatWayCoolWrestlingShow.com. The Facebook is That Way Cool Wrestling Show. If you go to the website, please uh, like me. I like our Facebook, but also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, We want to see everybody uh, viewing these shows. If you have anything you want to hear from us, if you want to do any comments, please make sure on Facebook or on the website, make sure you send us some comments. We'd love to hear from you. Tell them to send us some ideas they want us to talk about. Yeah, honestly. We want to hear what you want want us to talk about here. Send us some ideas, and we'll. And if it's something workable, we'll make it right on here, and we'll give you credit as well. We got a lot of stuff coming up. Tell them to buy the shirts. We we have shirts. We have shirts. If you want to buy a shirt, I'll sell you. A buy shirt. my shirt. Buy his shirt. <laughs> he has it with him right now. He buy ten We got a lot of booking information on the website for Charles Gemini, Gregory, the Grand Onslaught Jackson, and the Madman himself, Mark Lindsay. My name is Danny J. Until next time, we'll see you after that. Goodbye, everybody. Peace.